0: one what is up guys and it's david here back in with another episode and i'm here with chic and today we're going to talk a little bit about him a little bit of my motivation uh what inspires him how he got into the rap game um a little bit of a symbolism of his tattoos and a lot more so chic welcome on the show man hey david thanks so much for having me man it's an honor hey man it's, it's a pleasure we've been we've been as you guys know she and i have been friends for oh man for more than 10, 10 years year, more, more than 10 years and we've we've done we've uh been through a lot together and so many good memories some not so good ones but hey you know we we go through uh it's a part of friendship and a part of life so Sheik, to kind of start this episode, tell us, tell me about your, tell my audience about yourself. What do you, what do you do? What's, what are your, what's your pastime?
1: Uh, So right now I'm working as a data analyst at this payroll company called Paylocity. I've been there for a couple of years now. Um, Outside of work, I enjoy reading, uh, writing, going on hikes, nature walks, playing video games, you know, mostly I'm mostly a Nintendo PlayStation guy. Um, and yeah, I just really love the arts, going to museums, and just really explore, uh, exploring the creative arts.
0: That's that's awesome, man. And um, I know that you're you seem to be really artistic. So, and I know you recently got tattoos. So, tell me a little bit about the significance about those tattoos. What what do they mean to you? Like, what are, is there a meaning behind it?
1: Yeah, definitely, man. Um, That was kind of a big change for me. Like, I never thought in a million years that I'd have tattoos on me. But, you know, towards the end of last year, around August, um, kind of when the pandemic started a few months into it, I started ha- uh, feeling really down about myself, having all these negative thoughts. And I really st- got to the point where I felt like I needed a big change, both inside and out. And one thing that I wanted to do was get tattoos, because to me, that represented a big change. And it also allowed me to kind of express my creative. Uh, aspects of myself physically on my body. Um, so I got the first one back in uh, um, around September of last year. It's kind of like a diamond with my middle name Asif in um, Arabic script in the middle. And to me, um, I always felt like Asif, well, the thing is my my family calls me Asif, but um, everyone else calls me sheep. Um, so I always felt like Asif kind of represents like my true self. Um, and you know, that was a point in my life when I was, I was kind of losing my cultural identity. I was losing, um, side of what made me unique. And, you know, I wanted that to kind of show that, you know, this is who I am and I'm proud of it. And I wanted to kind of encase it in a diamond because, you know, diamonds form under pressure. They always grow the most under pressure. And looking back at my life, all the times that I've experienced the most growth has been in difficult times when I felt really under pressure. So to me, that was a good representation of myself. Um, and then I got the second one, Dispatch uh, March, on my right forearm, which is kind of like a lotus flower, being surrounded by uh, water waves. And you know, to me, the lotus flower has always been a great symbol because it represents um, eternal growth. You know, and to show it being overwhelmed by waves, um, it kind of Goes back to the fact that lotus flowers always grow, even in the murkiest of waters, even in the most dangerous of conditions. And I kind of um, tied that back to my life by saying, OK, well, no matter what, no matter what we're going through, no matter what I'm going through, whether it's a good time or a bad time, I'm growing and I'm showing my strength itself." And it kind of goes back to um, culture as well, because um, I come from South Asian descent. Um, I mostly, you know, North Ind- I come from North Indian and Pakistani descent. And the lotus flower is kind of like a, a very important symbol in uh, East Asian culture, so I kind of wanted it to be that to kind of you know go back to my cultural identity.
0: That that is that is awesome, man. Like, um, it's always good to kind of go back and reflect on yourself, especially through all your life experiences, uh, whether negative or positive, and uh, to just um, take some time to to find yourself, to find out who you are. Cause I, I, you know, cause like I've mentioned before in previous podcasts and previous appearances, it took me a while for me to find myself, but I was able to eventually and embrace uh, who I am as a person and as a disabled individual. So it's pretty cool. We have we have that in common. Uh, to kind of go, uh, kind of go into into this a little bit, um. What are so, what are some ways you cope with negativity, and how do you keep your positive mentality going? Your motivation.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think it really goes back to the point that you just made about how you know how it usually takes a lot of time to find yourself. And I definitely agree with that. Um, sometimes it might take a few months. Sometimes it might take a few years. Um, but when you do find yourself, it's it, you know it's a very, very it's a beautiful thing. Um, as far as coping with negativity and just difficult times in life. Um, that That is something that kind of took me a long time to kind of get to a point where I can do it. Um, but a lot of it is just me, like pretty much erasing the idea that I have to compare myself to people around me, right? It's the idea that there's always gonna be somebody that's better off than me. There's somebody that's always gonna be worse off than me. So, um, I always like to say that, you know, the only person you should be in competition with is yourself. Um, so that allows me to kind of focus on myself 100% and to to just kind of, I guess, put myself in a bubble in a way so that um, I'm really focused on just dealing with or whatever I'm dealing with. And um, And yeah, man, it's just one of those things that you just got to keep going. You know, it's life. There's going to be ups and downs. You kind of have to learn how to ride the waves no matter how tough they are so um yeah so i gotten to the point where it's it's very i wouldn't say it's easy but it's I it's relatively easy for me to just deal with the bad times and just, just to know that the good times will come you know they might be a long ways away but they will come so it's kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing so all yeah. those things kind of help keep me in check
0: that that's a, that's a great analogy i mean there's always a lot at the end of the tunnel with, with, with anything with anything in life you just gotta you just gotta slowly make your way up there I mean it, t- it doesn't take it could take a day it could take a week a month even years for somebody to find themselves and um, it seems like you've done that um, and then what are, what are your biggest um, motivators like who who do you believe supports you the most like do you, do you lean on family do you lean on friends or do you have any mentors? That kind of help you along the way. Yeah, definitely. I think it's kind of like
1: a mix of family and friends. Um, definitely, first off, my parents. You know, they've always been there, my biggest supporters. Um, I was whatever I do, I always try to make them proud. That um, they've always kind of been my main supporters, my main support system. Um, and I've, I've definitely made a lot of friends when I was in college. Um, and I did have a very strong mentor. Shout out to Mauricio Garcia from Seminole State College. Um he's the one that really once I met him, I felt like my life really took off for the better. um he you know he was the one that always kind of pushed me to be the best version of myself to kind of get out of my comfort zone get out of my shell and to really just strive to be a better person and you know the lessons and all the lessons that he taught me over the years still re- I, I, I still keep those in my mind to this day, even though it's been over been over five years since we've um, since we first met um, so yeah, I always kind of try to think back on all the things that he's taught he's taught me, and it was a lot of tough love too. But I think that you know tough love is um is definitely needed, and um yeah definitely I mean honestly you man like you're you've always been one of my biggest motivators um just to see all the things that you do um even when in college all the things that you used to do what you're doing now with the podcast um seeing you crush your fitness goals like over and over again man it's just it's an, it's incredible to see and. Um, you, whenever I think of you, I always get this like big burst of like motivation, like, okay, whatever I'm going through, I can do it. So yeah, man, you, you always been, have been like one of my biggest motivators.
0: Hey brother, I appreciate that. You know, um, that's what, that's what friends are for. You know, they're there to support each other. You know, like I said, I guess we're practically family. So, you know, we've known each other forever and we still got a long, we still got a long way to go.
1: For sure, man it's gonna be a good journey
0: and uh you know and we've we've been through a lot like for example she and i used to listen to we every once in a while we'll sit in the car put on some luffy fiasco and start trying to rap over here and i'm trying to i'm butchering the lyrics he's trying to sing them right and we we have a good laugh i mean it's it's a great time and um you know we 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 listen to you know all kinds of rap and all kinds of music and something that resonates um with us and and music is something that helps you also establish your identity and find yourself and and kind of it's kind of an escape from reality now speaking about escaping from reality i know you just started writing writing music yourself and uh writing rap lyrics and i I just wanted to kind of go um i guess into detail about how, how you got into that and how does it help you with your with with yourself and your life in general
1: yeah, definitely. Uh, music, uh, specifically hip hop, has been one of the biggest passions in my life. Um, I first got into the genre back in two thousand nine. Uh, it's funny because I never used to like rap that much going growing up in like middle school and high school because you know all I would hear would be just you know all the stuff on the radio, um, you know like shake that laffy taffy, you know <laughs> what I mean, like <laughs> it's going uh, down, yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, those things are fine and all, but I never really felt like inspired by it. You know, it it never really resonated with me that much. Um, But one day back in 2009, I decided to, you know, give it another shot. Like, okay, surely there's a lot of different rap out there. Um, So I started looking up some of the best rappers of all time to get a good starting point. And one name that I kept seeing come up was Nas. And, um, you know, I checked out his debut album, Illmatic, which came out back in like 1994. And that completely... Ever since I listened to that album, it just changed my perspective on the genre completely because he would he would just, you know, spits all these intricate lyrics about his experiences growing up in New York um, and growing up in a rough neighborhood. And the way that he just like the vivid way that he would tell his stories, like it was incredible. It was like nothing I'd ever heard before in my life. And all the beats that he would rap over would be these really soulful, jazzy instrumentals. Um, and I just really loved that sound. Um, and ever since then, I just I got addicted to the genre. And um, right after that, I've discovered Lupe, like you mentioned earlier, Lupe Fiasco, and he's grown, He's gotten to be my favorite rap, uh, musical artist of all time, man. Um, because he, one thing that he always has been known for is being kind of nerdy, right? And yeah. But and I've been kind of like a nerd myself. Um, but he he made it seem like it's very it's cool to be a nerd. Like he preached that in his lyrics. And he'd be also he's also one of those rappers. that's just very intelligent. He speaks a lot of conscious lyrics. He comes up with, with all these creative concepts to kind of um, to kind of um, show his message and to deliver what he's trying to convey. So that's always stuck with me. And you know, grow, listening to all these rap artists have made me kind of want to start writing lyrics on my own because um, through listening to these artists, I've kind of realized that writing is is my favorite form of expression, you know, it's, um, they, they said the pen is mightier than the sword. And I agree with that 100%, um, because with writing, it's like, okay, anybody, you can, it's it's insane like how powerful words can be and how people can be moved by just like a verse or even just a, like a phrase or something like that. Um, and yeah, and just for me, you know, growing up, since I was been from New York as well, I lived there for about seven years, I've always kind of felt that connection to the genre because hip hop kind of started in the Bronx, you know, in the late seventies. So I always felt like close to the genre because of that. And, you know, because of all the things I've been going through, I'm like, okay, I really need a way to get this off my chest. And through rap, through writing lyrics, I, I've kind of discovered that. And it's just, it's a lot of fun, man, just trying to come up with different ways to kind of convey your message, um, coming up with different like flows, different ways to make your lyrics sound different make them sound more engaging, more interesting. It's just, it's amazing. It's just a lot of fun. And um, one thing I got this idea for was to write kind of like a an album of spoken word poetry. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna put it over beats just yet that might come you know, down the road.
0: Hey. <laughs> but, you know,
1: put it, Yeah. You it takes time, nice you know,
0: it takes time. Yeah, man,
1: absolutely. And um, yeah, so I kind of came up with this idea for a spoken word um, to kind of convey my, my journey from when I was younger to now, and uh, I've made some good progress. Um, I was one of the first track to be called Catharsis because I felt like I have a lot to say, and I up until this point, I haven't had um, enough of a chance to say it. Um, so that's gonna be probably like a good, I, I always joke that it's like a five paragraph essay in rap form, um, but it's just gonna be like a, just bar after bar after bar of just my experience, my thoughts, you know, my concerns, things I feel upset about. And it's going to be really powerful, man. Really
0: excited about it. Uh, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I hope, um, I hope, or at least everyone hopes that the people around you that have seen your your work, um, you're able to prosper and be able to actually make something out of it. You know, because I I know at first when you and I used to chat, you'd be like, you know what? Uh, I'd rather do this for my for myself, and I don't feel comfortable getting out there but it seems like you have a plan in place. So it just, it's just gonna take some time, you know? Uh, yeah,
1: absolutely, man. Um, I've been, I have been—I did post some lyrics on Instagram a while ago and I got some great feedback about it. Um, but eventually I wanna make it to where I can perform at maybe an open mic night. You know, may, maybe for now I don't put it over beats, but at least I can just perform the spoken word part. And so that's gonna, I'm hoping to do that within the next year or so. Work up, you know, the courage to actually maybe perform Catharsis or another song that I've written. Just to kind of get it out there and see what people think.
0: That's awesome, man. I'll, I'll be out there for sure. So I supporting you, man. man. You gotta, you gotta support each other, you know. Yes, sir. Sir. So. Yeah. So it's it's awesome, bro. Uh, being able to see how much you've grown through just like life and uh, leaps and bounds in general. Um, and then I know you and I met back and we met back in high school, and I've always wanted to know. When you you first met me, like, what was your reaction? Because I know you've probably, you've, because, you know, I have a disability and we first met and I'm pretty sure for you, it was kind of like, you know, I I don't know, what's, what's this guy, what does this guy have? Like, what's, what's up with him? Like, you know, like, how am I going to mess with this, with this guy? Like, what what was your reaction when you first like met me in general?
1: Yeah. So um, I think when I first met you, I mean, I definitely noticed like, okay, he's, you know, he's walking with a walking stick. Um, I didn't really think anything too negative, I guess, because for me, uh, I was dealing with a lot at the time in terms of like social anxiety and stuff. So for me to see somebody who's not what, what's considered a normal quote, quote, um, it didn't really faze me too much. Um, and he seemed like a really chill guy. Um, he seemed very determined, like even with your disability, you didn't let that stop you from achieving what you wanted to achieve. So I was like, wow, this guy yeah, probably going to be going places
0: sure enough you have hey man you know that's that's all that's awesome I, I like you know i like hearing feedback like that um what was i gonna say before i lose my train of thought so so um we so, and i know that we've dealt with a lot of hurdles you and i together like when we're hanging out like some places are accessible and like unlike and parking spots and accessibility in general like mm-hmm. how, how do you feel about that and what do you think we, what do you think should be done to improve all that because I know I know you and I have been and on the front lines of those situations where we've we've parked somewhere and it's difficult to get there and I'm, I usually get exhausted and um, what do you think should be done as far as that kind of situation
1: yeah man it's definitely a shame because um, you know people with disabilities they should be able to Enjoy these uh, these places to the extent that people who don't have disabilities do. Um, I know there are some, you know, like you said, there are some parking spots that are disability friendly, um, but I think there can definitely be more. You know what I mean? Especially as, especially as places around us start to expand, get bigger, start you know they start to be able to accommodate more people. Um, it's it's definitely important to not forget about people with disabilities in the process. Um, so yeah, definitely you know. Um, adding more, more in parking lots. Adding more disability spots that are very close to the um, to whatever venue, if it's a restaurant or a concert venue or whatever it is. Um, maybe offering, if it's like a like a large place, like a large venue, um, offering some sort of shuttle service, you know, so that people with disabilities don't have to walk super far to get to where they need to go. Um, so yeah, I think that definitely needs to be kind of at the forefront as we as places start to expand
0: yeah hopefully within the next few years or decades or whenever people decide to to think about other spirit change instead of themselves you know so that's one that's one major thing um so uh to kind of wrap all this up what advice would you give uh those out there right now that are currently struggling with themselves and trying to identify who they are and just uh getting through their own life obstacles
1: yeah definitely the first thing i would say is don't be afraid to voice your issues whether it's to a close friend or a close family member um don't struggle alone you know i've had a lot of good friends tell me that whenever i've been going through some stuff and i finally worked up the courage to kind of um speak out you know they would tell me don't don't ever suffer by yourself you know they, they say that no, no person is an no island. That's 100% true. There's always someone that can help you out, whether it's a friend or family member or even strangers. Um, it's always It always makes it easier to kind of share your issues or your concerns with somebody else. Um, and then other than that, you know, you just have to, going back to what I mentioned earlier, like um, just stay focused on you. Um, try not to let others, like what other people Maybe there's somebody that's not going through things that you are, trying not to feel like kind of envious about that because that's that's definitely a temptation. It might feel some sort of like jealousy or resentment because of that. Um, you know, there's people we all go through things, so it's only it's always important to just focus on you and just take to take care of yourself, you know, um especially physically. I think it's keeping yourself in good physical shape um is a good is a good way to help you go through um, to care yourself, do whatever life goes your way. You know, getting a lot of sleep, keeping yourself physically fit, drinking a lot of water. Um, it's important to take care of yourself from the inside. And then that'll just propagate outward.
0: Hey, good, good answer. I mean, you just gotta, like you said, you just gotta focus on yourself. That's most important. A hundred percent. A hundred percent for sure. Um, are you currently working on I guess a website to post your music in or anything like that yeah that's kind of
1: that's probably going to be next steps um right now honestly I'm just kind of writing all my lyrics on like notes in my phone
0: so I have
1: everything kind of in one place um I think the next step is going to be start to post some of that stuff on Instagram or Facebook um and then eventually yeah I would love to just make a website that has all of it on there and maybe kind of like Maybe it'll also incorporate like a blog where I kind of walk through kind of like my my mindset when I was making these songs and what drove me to write some of these lyrics. Um, so yeah, that's definitely um in the works. Hopefully soon. Hey,
0: y'all, y'all heard it here first. Sheik's over here making moves with this in the rap game. And if that's and true. if and if those big those uh big names are listening, you gotta collab with this guy. This guy's really good. Yeah, yeah. The lyrics are not in the who knows one day? Who knows one day you'll you'll be collabing with, with uh Nas and with uh you know, with uh with Lupe if he decides to come back for one more you know.
1: Oh man, that'd
0: be man. I can't even express. That'd be a dream come true. I can't. It'd be amazing. Hey, hey man, um, I truly appreciate you stopping by and being on the show. And it's been, like I guess, it's always been a pleasure to, you know, um, be be your friend and be a brother and and. Thanks for being on the show and always being so supportive, man.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. It's been a pleasure. And thank you so much for being a good brother to me of all, all these years. You know, a great friend. It's been awesome. Looking forward to all the adventures we'll be going on in the future.
0: All right, man. So if you guys uh, like this episode, you'll, you'll find it on, on YouTube, on Spotify, and all other major podcasting outlets. And as I always like to close up the show, um, if I can do it, So can you.